my name is Kyle Lucy. I'm a comedian, an actor, producer. I do Muay Thai. Trying <laughs> <laughs> uh, to stay busy, man. The Hold the Phone Podcast with Tessa. I don't see myself as anything. I don't identify as anything. No? Uh, what, what do you mean uh, by that? I don't want to put myself in a box. If you limit yourself to human spirit, like as mumbo jumbo as it sounds, anything's possible, you know? Yeah. So, I feel like we're starting this off so serious. I'm, I'm so, I'm always serious. That's the Are thing. you? Yeah, I'm a really serious person, but I'm not at the same time. Like then I'll like be a fucking goofy goober for like three hours, hot and cold. Yeah. Okay. So your your real name's Kyle Lucy. Is that what you go by, or do you go by like Kyle Lucy? No, I'm Kyle Lucy. I my stand up I go by Kyle Lucy. Kyle Juicy is more of like a my Instagram's a troll. So like I post like I post like shirtless selfies like i do muay thai and i do personal trainer uh and i'll i'll post shirtless selfies and i'll say everybody who's fat must unfollow me now i like with the angry emoji with the smoke coming out of your nose like yeah <laughs> like <laughs> just so fucking dumb and stupid and like people no one gets offended either I, like i get like fat people message me or comment on that post like yo i'm fat but could i still stay dude oh my god that's so funny <laughs> Yeah, there's usually like a fine line between people who get like either they get really offended or they just don't or there's that fine line in between. It's like, you know, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, I feel like anytime I do comedy and someone gets offended, like it's, they're usually they just had a bad day anyway. Like I, I'm sort of I am on the line and I guess I do like twisted material, but my cadence and my delivery and my everything about it is just so goofy and fun. Mm-hmm. And I, I can be mm-hmm. talking about like, I usually, the reaction I usually get is like, oh my God, like, I can't believe I laughed at all that. Like people, <laughs> you know, I'll say all this crazy shit, but I mean, it's done in a way where it's so silly and fun. Like just get on the fucking, it's like a roller coaster, you know, like, like it's, there's an element of, of this being scary, but it, it's, you're having fun and it's a circus. It's a freak show. Yeah. So like, how do you deal with people? Cause I, there's obviously always going to be somebody who's out there who doesn't take like a joke well or whatever. So like, how do you deal with that in the moment? I mean, uh, usually I just respond with, I uh, just say, you know, you're, you're entitled to your opinion. And I just like, mm-hmm. yeah, like it, that just sort of makes them more <laughs> mad that they can't get a reaction out of me. Yeah. Yeah. But, that's true. That yeah, is true. Like, uh, this is just like, I get, I get that some people would get mad because, um, I don't know, stand-up is like a newer art form than, let's say, music. Like, mm-hmm. music, there's, like, specific genres. Like, Marilyn Manson isn't going to be doing a show with um, fucking, I don't know, who's super poppy, like Khaled or some shit. Yeah. People that go to see Khaled end up seeing Marilyn Manson, and rightfully, they'll complain. But does that mean that... Marilyn Manson shouldn't have a home in art. Does that mean that he's not a lucrative, um, I guess, enterprise in business that he doesn't have a market, but in comedy, you get the X rated comedian on the same show as the clean. And then when there's a blending of crowds, that's when people say, this isn't the show I came for. And then uh, we also get like the problem being too, is the people that come to see me, if I hold my punches, then I get a complaint from the other side, like, dude, that's not why we want you. we you're the guy that 
uh, deliberately crosses the line and you held back and, you know, you could disappoint them on that side. But that, that side doesn't, um, uh, people like mainstream view, that side is, uh, you could always upset that side. And that apparently it doesn't matter. Like Jordan yeah. saying yeah. Uh, conservatives buy shoes too. Not even that it's a <laughs> conservative thing. It's just like, it's crazy that only like half the picture seems to be listened to. Yeah. So tell me about your Muay Thai because you seem like you're really into that and like that's like a whole lifestyle type of thing. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, during this whole pandemic, I, uh, you know, I'm much, I'm, I'm regarded, I guess, uh, as like one of the number one hustlers in stand up. Like I tour the country like two times a year mm-hmm. and, you know, 20 shows a week for five years. I think I did like 6,000 shows in five years. Oh my God. Um, so Crazy. to have that just go away overnight, I felt like I was going to explode. So I got started doing martial arts as a uh, outlet and it's cool. Uh, so many parallels between Muay Thai, kickboxing and uh, stand up. It's, it's nice to, I don't feel when I do stand up now, I don't feel rusty. Also partially I needed a break. Like I just got up to her. I just got signed to Yuck Yucks. And then right after that, like, if anything, I needed a break. So I don't feel rusty at all. And plus, like, even with this whole shutdown, I'm doing five shows a week. And even when things opened up in Toronto, I was doing 15 shows a week. Like, at the end of the world, I'll still be doing this shit. Cool. But it'd cool. be nice to do, like, you know, it was nice to come back to stand up. And I had this other discipline that was keeping me in check. And I wasn't, like, eating pizza, sitting on the couch all day. I was, yeah. I was still in a routine. And I was still efficient and optimal. And uh, when I step back on stage after three months off, I didn't miss a fucking beat. I just, it was nice. Yeah, that's so cool. Cause it's like, I feel like I've been going, I go in and out of like finding that motivation or like staying on track. Right. And like, I feel like, especially yeah. this week, I feel like I'm losing my mind for some reason, yeah. but it's cause I'm also like not haven't been exercising as much. So like, yeah, for I- sure. Yeah. I mean, I've always had a theory that like, um, if you make yourself uh, the most efficient machine possible, life just sort of becomes very easy because, um, you know, let's say you're at the bottom of the ocean, you just being efficient, like pulling that inflation device, you just start rising up. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a very sensitive man, I guess, being an artist, like I don't like it when people fuck with me. I don't like any of these things. So the motivation comes from wanting to protect my interest, I guess. Also like, my material does come with its fair share of hate. Mm. So I need to be, I can't just be good. I have to be the best or else I don't get a, a home. If Got that makes it. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. existence is debated in, in certain circles. Whether oh, or not oh. I should have a home is debated, which is weird, but. You do a lot of meditation too though, right? Yeah, I meditate every day. I go to a therapy every week. I try to, I essentially, I want to like Batman myself. Like, um, I just want to be the most optimal machine possible so I could take on any task and things like things, things are going to be hard enough. People are going to say no to you enough. I don't want any no and from an opportunity. I don't want to hear no, uh, based off my performance. I don't want that to be yet another variable that could play against me. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's already yeah, an uphill yeah. battle with, um, with what I'm trying to do. Uh, as far as art goes, I'm trying to essentially bastardize evil. People see that. Some people just see the evil without yeah, the irony. Okay. Um, but that's fine. But I, I don't want any. Yeah, meditation is something like I, I truly if I don't meditate and I have a big show. I don't do as well because I have yesterday's thoughts in today's brain. Yeah. Do you have tips for 
meditating? Yeah, you should yeah. be able to do it during a hurricane. So anytime somebody, I mean, that's the idea. Like anytime you hear like, oh, I, I was going to meditate, but then they started construction outside my door this morning. Oh, the, the, it's supposed to be hard. And I think so many people are afraid of failure. So many people are afraid of being a rookie at something that the one time they fail alone in their room, they call it quits. I, I call there was something in a book I read a while ago called performance writing and it warned it warned about against performance writing. And then you could take that example and sort of expand on it. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like so many people don't don't write because they're afraid of being alone in the room and writing something bad. But you're writing as if you're performing in front of people when you're alone in your room. So sometimes it takes five or six pages for the muses to speak to you, let's say. So like in meditation, let's say you're performance meditating, you might think you look weird or you might drift off and then say, oh, fuck this, because you're picturing like it being a performance, but it's a very private thing. And if you mess up, that's okay, because incrementally, you'll, you'll slowly get better at it as time goes on. Mm -hmm. And then it'll be the beneficial tool. Cool. I love, I see sometimes on your stories, you, you put like a little video on an Insta story of you meditating. It's usually to like a tool track which I love. I love tool. <laughs> yeah. It's, the best. I, it's also tool tool guy is a character I have. That's uh, just, it's just so fucked. Like you hear like push it. And then tool guy comes out. It's me when my head was completely shaven sunglasses yeah, yeah. and just underwear. And I just stand there like this. And I, I go like, so you guys listen to tool. And before they answer, I shut all the lights off. <laughs> it's like what is this yo and then all you hear is like glass breaking and and, and fast footprints or, or you know what i mean they're just running away um do you, have you seen them live before no no i honestly like i grew up in a really weird house only way i could explain it is it was very much like a cult um we weren't really allowed to listen to music there was a lot of abuse uh, physically and sexually and uh, so much so that the emotional abuse I sort of laugh at when people are like I was emotionally abused I'm like oh, yeah. Off, yeah. pussy but then I realized holy shit I'm just in the deep end they're drowning in the shallow end but they're still drowning yeah. uh, but yeah. it's um so I when I discovered tool I was like fucking I don't I don't even know it's in my like two years ago I had no idea, like, I'm just now listening to fucking Eminem, like, just now I'm listening to all these bands that people, it's like, they're like 20 years old. Wow, you know, that's wild. Old. Yeah, it is, it's a little, uh, that's why I feel like I'm an old soul, like, I'm a guy in the 50s or some shit, like, <laughs> even, yeah, like, even, like, in dating, I'm like, I'm gonna hold this girl's hand. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, I still like to party and, like, smoke a cigar. But um, yeah, very, very old school. How'd I don't you know. Get, um, I, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I had nothing. Go, please. <laughs> <laughs> you, have you been dating like during this pandemic? Like, I don't know how people do it or if they oh, do it at all or what. Such a nightmare, man, because yeah. uh, I had a girlfriend get. So this is I haven't really said this on a podcast, but uh, I don't care what's about. Um, <laughs> I had a girlfriend um, and we started dating uh a year a little over a year ago so we're we're dating um like around october and then anyway pandemic happens in march she lived with her dad who was fucking quote-unquote high risk 
Okay. And so she couldn't leave the house because she was with this guy that might die. Now I'm like, I think it's all bullshit for the government to fucking just put our IDs online and ship us. Anyway, okay. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. We don't fucking hold hands for like three months. And then uh, she finally gets like an Airbnb and we spend three weeks together. And then we spend another month apart. And all the while I'm like going to see her and bringing her flowers. She's like, just, it sucks. And then she gets her own place like a month ago. And then two weeks later, she breaks up with me. I'm like, oh. what the fuck? What the literally hell? A, yeah, I know. It's so stupid. So um, I was literally like, uh, she's like, oh, this and that. And I literally was like, I think like, I, I just thought it was so fucking lame. Yeah, bullshit. What the hell? The loser move. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, though. Like, if anything, I just sort of saved myself from wasting more time. So now I'm I'm single as of like a couple weeks ago. So I haven't really been. uh, I've been working a lot, you know. So I yeah. yeah, I'm I'm getting ready to like leave Canada. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a European citizen, so I'm working on my yeah yeah yeah. I'm working on my passport. You were born in Europe. No, my father and both my grandfathers are born in Ireland. So oh, okay, cool. I'm uh, I'm chipping away on that. I'm I launched my podcast back up. I've I've had such a whirlwind, man. Because like even with that whole, I lived in this house where they moved in a prostitute. Um, oh my god! Who was a crackhead? I talked this about this on my podcast, and like yeah. she said, she's from Britain. Apparently, she's not. She's just faking a British accent, and it's like hello, go back. It's like. <laughs> one of this and she's smoking crack and she called the police on me like five or six times um anytime i said like to the landlord like yo this chick's crazy like i see her smoking crack the police would come and be like hello is there a man named kyle here like are you harassing justice brennan i'm like what and then they come and then they sort of look down and i see all their fucking pipes and then they're like oh this is more of a this is more of a landlord tenant issue. And then my other roommates like more of a cam H issue and all the police just laughed at her. Oh my God. So, yeah. I had to move out and like, I didn't do any podcasts cause I was living with that fucking twit. So yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> I posted about it and someone who went to high school goes like, Holy shit. Is it this girl? And apparently like she like sucks dick to get in clubs. She's on heroin. Uh, we Googled her name and she has a court case for assault coming up. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, you, you could just wait in the line, but. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, right. She's fucking. She's so, she's like dripping with ooze. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you. Um, when did you start doing comedy? How, how many years have you been doing it now? My uh, first stand up set, I was 12 years old. Um, wow. Yeah, and I, it went really bad. <laughs> I ate so much shit. Um, and then I was so discouraged. But at like 13, I was in grade eight, and I joined an improv troupe. Mm-hmm. And then at grade nine, I tried out for my high school improv. And then I also did, uh, in grade nine, I auditioned for a professional touring improv troupe. So I was actually just going on the road doing dinner theaters and harborfront cruise ships for improv from uh, grade nine to like present. And uh, we'll be doing like long form improv. So like give me a costume and a name and I make mm-hmm. up a play off the top of my head. That's so cool. if, you, if you ever watch my podcast, it's just one long riff. Yeah. Joke, joke, yeah. joke, joke. But it's just like all stream of consciousness. I might write down three or four ideas 
but it's one long riff, like, because my improv skills. And then stand-up, when I was 16, I entered myself into the Durham Region Comedy Festival. I ended up winning it. And I opened for, like, Trailer Park Boys, Nikki Payne and stuff. I was, like, a little encouraged. Mm-hmm. Then I bombed so bad at a show that I ripped my joke book up and I threw it under my bed. Like, I'm never doing stand up again. <laughs> I was like crying. And then uh, I was, kept doing improv. I was doing musical theater too. I was like a lead in all these um, community theater bullshit. And then, uh, so you sing? I mean, I could hold a note. All right. Uh, cool. I'm more so like, I was just like, when I was in high school, I was like, how do I be funny? Yeah. And there were school plays and there was always like, I was genie in Aladdin. I was cat and cat in the hat. And I was always like the funny guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would do like stand up for talent shows and shit like that. But uh, then stand up at 18 years old, I was living in Durham region. So there was like two shows a week that started happening and I would do both those shows a week. And like, mm-hmm. sometimes I do three shows a week, but then at 20 years old, the corner comedy club opened up and said, we can book you seven days a week three shows a night and then I got booked for a tv show that gave me like five grand in my pocket mm-hmm. so I got a start and so from 20 years old to 25 years old 5,000 comedy shows in the bag just 20 shows a week boom 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 that's boom, amazing boom, boom. that's a lot that's like a lot of mental energy no wonder I mean, you uh, work out all the time and meditate you kind of like you said you have to to keep going right yeah, I would say so. I don't think anyone could handle the workload that I constantly put on my plate um, if they didn't meditate, to be honest. Okay. Um, I feel that it's, it becomes quite overwhelming if I don't meditate. It becomes, um, I, I can't keep up with yeah. the uh, workload. But when I'm, when I'm my most efficient and optimal, it's, a, it's incredible what, what we're able to do as, as uh, things walking around on earth. Like, honestly, I like, wake up at 5 30 a.m and i i get it get at it till 1 a.m and i do like fucking i'll like work out i'll do muay thai i'll audition i'll do four shows and that's like a normal day i'll do a podcast and that's just like or like i'll be on phone for like two hours with the irish embassy and just like getting shit <laughs> fucking done and it's I, it's it's sort of happening when i like turn sober so i stopped drinking and just things just started going up from there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I want to ask you some questions. I want to know how they make you feel or how do you feel about them? It's Absolutely, like a segment. Yeah. How does this make you feel? Of course, of course. <laughs> so we'll start with the first one. Uh, anti-maskers. Anti-maskers. Yeah. I mean, I sort of uh, agree with pushing back from an authoritarian government because they're putting our identification online they're opening concentration, not concentration, but COVID camps. Um, there's a lot of things that are a little bit too convenient for my liking. Mm-hmm. You can't enter a business unless you have a mask. All these things, they've computer chipped 5,000 people in Sweden and in Switzerland. It's just, uh, there's a lot of, the writing on the wall doesn't look good. I do think that there's a real virus. I don't think the deaths are accurate. But uh, I agree with pushing back against an authoritarian government. That being said, like, I think there is a argument for um, the virus being real. And even though if you're young and healthy and you get it, when the hospitals are overwhelmed, you know, a little pneumonia without a ventilator could become quite serious. Mm-hmm. So it, 
I, I, I actually, I wear a mask when I'm in an enclosed place, mm-hmm. but um, I'm being very weary about things like contact tracing. I'm Got not it. giving, I'm going to say no to it. Yeah. Okay. So um, what's a, one of your pet peeves that you see on social media? <laughs> um, I don't know if I have pet peeves, like nothing really necessarily bugs me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like it when, oh, okay. Well, I downloaded Tinder and stuff like that. I, sometimes when like girls, like it's literally every picture is of their ass and they say no hookups. Something like that. I'm like, what the fuck is this? What's that all about? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, like, I, there's this girl, like, every picture is her, literally, not even in bikini, but it's, like, underwear and shit. And she goes, like, why are all these men in my DMs? And it's, like, <laughs> I fucking, like, I'm not a, I, not that I'm saying that, uh, like, I post shirtless selfies all the time, but I'm yeah. not surprised by the attention it brings. Yeah. And some yeah. of it is stuff that I don't want, but that's part and parcel of you playing in that fucking game, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, happy sure. back with the devil. <laughs> Make sure you can fucking keep up, yo. <laughs> It'll be your fucking neck, man. Um, how do you feel about TikTok? I downloaded TikTok. Um, I'm just, I never cracked it. Like, I got one video, like, like 45,000 views. And I'm like, oh, my God. It was like my second video. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. every other video after that was like 100 views. Maybe you would get like 1,200. You're like, and I sort of, yeah, I gave up. I was like, what is this? Like, but I know a lot of people who have monetized off of it and gotten amazing following off of it. It seems to be more like how you edit the videos, like zooming in seems to mm-hmm. work following trends. And um, now that I have this podcast, I might, I might, I redownload, I deleted it, but then I redownloaded it. It's uh, it's any, any new app that has a less strict algorithm, like Facebook, you have 5,000 friends, but they only, when you post something, it only shows it's a percentage of that. But these mm-hmm. new apps, like Instagram has the real feature now, uh, Instagram Reels, and mm-hmm. the algorithm's very lax. So you have, you have more of a shot to go viral. So it's something any contact, uh, content creator uh, would be wise to uh, do TikTok and Instagram Reels. So I, I think it's super cool. And it's yeah. in uh, space to artists and stuff like that. So I think, I think it's, it's pretty cool. It's also, there's a lot of cringe on there too, but I like yeah. cringe. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Um, socks with sandals. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. With a straw hat and a beer gut. Fuck. Yeah. I can't wait till I'm just like an old man piece of shit. Just itching my pubes in front of a bunch of teenagers. Just fucking them all running away. Like, yeah. <laughs> Just burp at them and they all run away from my fucking burp. Hell yeah, man. I can't wait. Like, dude, straight up. Pervs gotta get their own color on the LGBTQ flag. I'm telling you right now. Because we're un- we're, we're unrepresented and uh, socks of sandals. It goes well with a fucking mustard stain. I like it. I, I'm, I'm pro socks of sandals. It's pretty in right now, actually, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I don't know how now. it got there, but it's happening. It's happening. No, now oh, yeah. you'll notice it when you're out. You'll start noticing it more. You'll be like, oh, yeah, there they are. <laughs> is it the sandal where like it goes through your toe though? No, I think it's just okay, like that's the one. Or, yeah, if you, I mean, yeah. I'm down with like the fucking Under Armour flip flop thing, and you yeah. put your socks yeah. in it. That's so fucking comfy. But these psychopaths <laughs> that put like with the socks that. 
that flip-flop thing yeah that's like that's you ever like put pants and there's like a piece of string like like in between something and it's just like what type of psycho doesn't <laughs> fix that yeah like if you're yeah. if you're walking and your your sock comes off in your shoe and you don't deal with it all day you straight up man like like when girls tell you to choke them you do it and like a little too you know what i'm saying yeah. a little too much yeah. psychos psychos that's funny. Sociopath. Um, how do you feel about the Kardashians? Fuck, fuck yeah. I love the Kardashians, man. <laughs> I love the I wish I could make money off my ass. Yeah. I would. I yeah. would. Like, yeah. they're honestly, they're like all becoming billionaires. And it's so funny. It's like, they're all just being idiots and monetizing. I love any, I have respect for anyone who can monetize. And they're, they monetize the shit out of their stuff. And in a way where it was like, not like, I don't know, it's very, it's a very hard angle to like sell out and still be cool mm-hmm. because they're so fucking shameless. Yeah. What about daylight savings? Oh, that was cool to have an extra hour of sleep. <laughs> that was so nice. Right. I was freaking out. I had like yeah, a heart attack. Real. I thought it was late for a bunch of things. So fun, man. <laughs> I'm 26 years old. I'm turning into an old man. <laughs> i'm really re- enjoying my morning yeah. <laughs> um all right so where can people check out your stuff online and like where they can see you and everything yeah yeah instagram is at kyle juicy that's k-y-l-e-j-u-i-c-y mm-hmm. i post all my stuff there like stand-up acting um shows that i produce um dates that i have and uh fitness stuff fitness content like muay thai or personal training you're gonna be around we, we won't miss you you're gonna be still going touring for a while <laughs> yeah next year it'll bite it's looking like a, a long ass tour because i'm gonna be touring I, th- I think it's gonna be a matter of months out in europe and oh, then i'm okay. booked in the fall to do um i think i'm summers in europe and then fall is gonna be western canada and then i'm back in toronto for the winter so hopefully things are fixed by then. Nice. I think I've seen you once before, but I can't remember where it was. But like, I saw you at the corner one time. Oh, was it there? Okay. There was like three people in the audience. So <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't get yourself a full cup of juice, lady. You got yourself a couple drops. You okay. got to come see, come see uh, the juice man and a and a full house. Come come to come to Yuck Yucks when they open up Toronto. Yeah, come come by next time I'm there. Yeah, okay. Cool. Wicked. Okay, well thanks for hanging out. Yeah.